following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Arizona. This is Brother Mike, and I'm back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. God bless you today. Today's Bible study, The Bachelor. It's got a bunch of Christians on there now. Didn't you, did you know that? Oh, yeah, sure you did. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? I'll make a couple of quick announcements while you make that uh, call. We're going to over, do a little overview of The Bachelor today. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center, downtown, 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. On the website, hardcorechristianity.com, of course, we have all of our ministry services there. Two live services every week, 7 p.m. Thursday, 7 p.m. Friday, teaching, healing, preaching, and deliverance at every service. We're still open during the COVID-19 fiasco. On the website, you can... uh, Sign up for another free seminar. We have one a month. They're free. You can hit one of the radio archives and catch an old radio show if you want to, if you happen to miss one. You can hit the PayPal button and send us another donation. We now have an app that goes on your phone uh, that you can also donate to. That's on the website. Sister Karen's on the website. She's on the homepage. She loves to uh, list your home for sale, and she loves working with born-again Christians. Spirit-filled Christians loves it and does an excellent job. Thank you for all your referrals to to her. Got a lot of uh, comments about my COVID-19 radio program. A lot of people mad, a lot of people happy. Uh, a lot of interesting insights into that COVID-19 thing. It's not what you think it is. There's a lot more to it than that. You might want to catch that program. Came out on Monday. Season 24 of The Bachelor. Oh, wow, just wrapped up now. And, of course, last year, last season, pardon me, last season we got a whiff of the Christianity starting to move in on The Bachelor. The Bachelorette, who later went on to Dancing with the Stars and has probably gone on to a bunch of other fiascos, she claimed to be a Christian uh, while she slept with two of the three guys on the overnight stay near the end of the program. She got mad at one of the guys who was also pretending to be a Christian. He was also a, a fraud. Um, she got mad at him because he questioned uh, her uh, having sex with him or the other two guys. As soon as he did that, she took an offense and kicked him off the show. That was that was the twenty season twenty three of the Bachelorette. Anyway, the the fiasco continued on season 24 the bachelor this guy was supposed to be a uh, christian as well he was a uh, devout catholic and the final two contestants two of the final three contestants in this year's bachelor program also claimed to be christians and devout christians right he was a catholic and the other two were protestants he was a christian catholic they were christian protestants uh, not much difference. Second Timothy chapter 3, uh, verse 1. This know that in the last days perilous times shall come. That's a Greek word, uh, kalapas for perilous there. It means dangerous. And boy, isn't that true? The, uh, the uh, COVID-19 thing is a high-quality uh, high illustration of that. It says, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Now the word men there is a generic term for humanity in this verse. It means means men and women. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. They will 
covet stuff. They will be boasters. They will be proud. They will disobey their parents. They will be unholy and unthankful. They will be without natural affection. Well, that kind of sums up the bachelor. They will be uh, fierce. They will be despisers of things that are good. They will be high-minded. They will be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Welcome to every single season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. They will be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. In season 23, uh, some guy named Peter, who was the bachelor in season 24, the one we just went through, he uh, was one of the final three men and had an overnight uh, visit with the bachelorette. And they were bragging uh, about how he had had sex with her four times during their overnight. And he, she was very proud of that. He, was, uh, he had had intercourse with her four times. Again, remember, this is a devout Catholic his family is a devout Catholic, and in particular, his mother is a super devout Catholic, and they were all they were all fine with it. It was party partying on. First, uh, Second Timothy chapter three. There it is, verse six. For of this sort are those who creep into houses, and they lead away, they lead captive silly women, women loaded with sins, and led away with various lusts. They're always learning, but they're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. There is, to your typical American Christian, going to church, hearing sermons, listening to tapes, on and on it goes. They're ever learning something, but they're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And this bachelor situation is exactly that. His name was Peter Weber, and uh, he whittled it down to three women, as you know they do. And one of the women was a devout Protestant Christian who uh, had a talk with the bachelor before the overnight visits. And she told him that if he slept with the other two girls, that she that would be a deal breaker and she wouldn't have anything to do with him. Because she was a virgin and a devout Christian and she was saving herself from marriage. Because right out of the gate there, you can kind of tell that she has lost her mind. She had watched season 23 of The Bachelor and knew that he had had sex with the Bachelorette four times on their overnight stay. She already knew that. Her dad, who was very hard on Peter during the home visits the previous week, and he was telling the guy, you know, she has certain values and she doesn't want to violate those values. Well, if she had certain values, what was she doing on the show in the first place? Second of all, she knew that he was a serial adulterer because she she already knew he had slept with last season's bachelorette. But anyway, she has this farcical conversation with him at lunch, at dinner and says, that would be a deal breaker for me. And he's just staring at her and he's probably thinking, well, I'm not going to pass up uh, a lot of this uh, these free chicks on this program. That's nuts. Uh, I'm sure I can talk her out of it later. So that you know what happened. Uh, hopefully you don't. Hopefully you didn't watch it. You know what happened? Hey, he sleeps with the other two women. And one of them is supposed to be a Christian, the one that made it to the final two. And again, she seemed like a really nice person, a good person, absolutely. The other one had a severe anxiety disorder 
and was emotionally ill and uh, he did himself the biggest favor of his life and got rid of her. She was very sick. But anyway, he's, he ends up with these two women, the two Christians that he likes, and he chooses he chooses one, the one, where the virgin had went home. She she left. She didn't want to be a part of it. So he was left with one woman, but he really wanted the other one, the virgin. So, But he took the the one that was left, hoping he could kind of talk himself into her, but he couldn't do it. And so he finally got rid of her after after a month or so after the show was over. He find they finally had a meeting and he dumps her. Then they have a big spill, uh, a big spill out of the whole thing at the uh, after the rose ceremony and that kind of thing. And of course, the virgin then comes back and changes her mind and wants to uh, re- reboot the relationship. And so apparently they do reboot it. Uh, they go to a Hillsong concert. You know, they're, they're going to become Christians and, and, and fall in love and so on. And of course, they broke up a week or so later. The whole thing was a certified farce. But the only thing that wasn't a farce in that TV show was Peter's mother. His mother showed up at the, uh, at the final showing. And she, she told Peter, hey, you can't marry a Protestant. It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. She's not going to fit into her family. And it's not going to happen. And so, obviously, the mother was the only person that knew what the heck was going on because the virgin gal didn't know anything about it. She was out of her mind. Her, her dad was out of his mind. Even letting her go on that show was crazy. Her going on the show was nuts. They knew he was a Catholic, and they know that you cannot, a, a, a devout Christian cannot marry a Catholic. Because there's going to be a big fight over how to raise your children. There's going to be a big fight about doctrine. Protestants do not pray to dead people, and they do not worship Mother Mary, and they do not they do not get involved in a thousand other false doctrines of Roman Catholicism. Most Roman Catholics are good people. Catholics, by the way, are are, are different from Roman Catholics. There's a lot of Catholics out there that. Some were born again. Many of them do not worship Mother Mary. They do not pray to idols or dead people. But Roman Catholicism has numerous satanic doctrines. And under no circumstances was that woman going to fit into a Catholic family. They should have known that to begin with. But the whole thing was a publicity stunt. All they did was they, they wanted to get on the show and get a name for themselves. And, you know, that's how that works. You know, that's what it is. There's no possible way... A devout Protestant, a true born-again, spirit-filled Christian, can possibly marry a Roman Catholic. It, it is not going to work. And Peter's mother knew that. She knew that that girl was not going to fit in. They wanted the other girl. The other girl would have fit in. She would have compromised her re- religion. And she would have been okay living with Catholic in-laws. There was there was no problem. All right, but the other girl there, she should have known. She should have known that it wasn't going to work. And so you could tell that the whole thing was a farce. Whenever you watch these shows, if somebody says I'm a Christian, that's a first red flag given to you that they are not Christians. They are not Christians. As soon as they say they're a Christian, it's like if you go to your church tomorrow and somebody says, well, I'm a prophet. I get prophetic words from God. The fact that, that, that sentence right there 
is a green light for you to run, and I mean run out the door as fast as you possibly can. Do not let somebody prophesy over you and speak words over you unless you're not going to take them to heart. Well, then you can just let them do that, I suppose, just to be polite. But whatever you do, you do not let those kind of people put their hands on you or prophesy over you. You're going to end up in big trouble. You're going to end up in big trouble. John chapter 3, Jesus said, you must be born again. The Greek phrase is geneo anathon. It means to be generated or born from above. Being born again is a true spiritual experience. It's a true, it's something you can feel. If you have not had that born again experience, 602-636-5800, please come in and let me pray with you. You need to be born again. That's something that Roman Catholicism does not teach. It's something that Scientology does not teach. These phony Christian uh, denominations, they do not teach that. Jesus taught it. You must be born again. If you're not born again, you're eligible to go on the next season of The Bachelor. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.